When Zion Williamson is healthy, I will take him over Kawhi Leonard. I'll take him over Jimmy Butler. I'll take him over Anthony Davis. I'll take him over Devin Booker, Shea Gilgis Alexander. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sideline Summit. I'm Antonio Perez, joined as always by Danny Cole, DC, UPenn's finest, and Chris Culture, CB Culture Boy. We have another great episode for you guys today. The NBA Finals is wrapped up, and another successful NBA season has come to an end. Um, we're, so we have to get into, of course, we're going to recap the NBA Finals. We're going to talk about some early free agency stuff, uh, such as Bradley Beal will be leaving, will most likely be traded out of uh, Washington. Damian Lillard, we're going through another offseason fiasco, whether he's staying or leaving. It's reported. Latest report is that he's staying, but we'll talk more on that. Um, we'll talk about some other free agency news. And at the end, we will be drafting our favorite NBA jerseys, kind of like last week. Same thing, snake draft, uh, but just our favorite jerseys. Um, but, of course, before we get into that, we got to do summits, plummets. Uh, Danny, start us off. How are you feeling? What's the summit? What's the plummet? Well, I just realized this. My nickname, DC. The summit is that Bradley Beal will soon be a sixer. <laughs> what's your, we'll get into it a little more later, but what's the best player you'd give up for Bradley Beal? Tobias Harris. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and then do you just want to hit a plummet and then we'll kick it on over to Chris? All right. So, yeah, I'll give it a plummet. Um, Go in, man. I'll, I'll let Chris hit his, his two, and I'll come back for a plummet. Okay, Chris, what's the summit? What's the plummet? How are we feeling? Uh, I'm feeling good, man. It's, it's hump day, so always always in a, a good space halfway through the week. Um, I think my summit – what's my summit? Oh, I know my summit is. I got to watch Sabrina Inescu play good basketball, and she was not playing great recently, so it was good to see her play good basketball. That was I needed that. Was that. Good to I needed that back. She she was she was making me look bad. I was saying she was going to be this this and that. And she wasn't doing it, but shout out to her for getting back on track. Um, I think my plummet is I'm scared of the fact that I think the Lakers may make a play for Brad, Brad Bill just because I think it, that that would scare me, and that that's my plummet because I'm. When when it's quiet on Laker Twitter, that means Rob Link is up to up to no good. So that that's my plummet for sure. That'd be awful, Danny. Do we got that plummet yet, or or do you want me to go? Yeah. So my plummet. I'm wearing a Philly shirt. Um, my plummet is the umpire for calling Cody Clemens walk off home run. Well, not walk off game winning. We would have took the lead heading into the bottom. Yeah. Man. Hey. So Chris, I, I know you don't follow baseball like that, but mm. Cody Clemens, the guy in the Phillies. He uh he had a ball. The ump called it fair, and they went and reviewed it, and they it said foul. it was foul. Well, it it was foul. You know, it was foul. But, that's but I, I like that. You'd much rather you'd much rather call the you know the scoring play and then let it come back for review. Uh, mm. but L umps for speeding up the scissors make uh pitch clock. L umps lumps. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm feeling good. Happy to be here. Um. Uh, Internships been going smoothly, but that's not the summit. Um, the summit is the street you live on. I don't. I, I don't. It is. Yes. Don't dox me here. But 
um, <laughs> um, the, the summit is like the off season aesthetic of everyone's just happy to head into the off season. Everyone has high hopes for their teams. There's no negative, not, not too many negative vibes. And everyone's like, Oh, we're going to sign this, this, that, and we going to be contenders. Like even magic fans, like, like, oh, Palo by take another step. And Franz about to, about to, you know, like, it's good fire. It's good vibes across the league. Bruce you Brown about to get paid. Dudes are going to get paid. It's going to be awesome. The yeah. craziest thing I've ever heard was that the Pelicans are trying to trade Zion for Scoot Henderson. Sounds good to me. Send him. Send him. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, oh, oh no, send him to Boston. No, no, oh, no. No, no. Here's the thing, man. Like, send him anywhere. But you- Zion, <laughs> getting Zion. And like a pick to the Hornets might be good, man. I would love that. Yeah, Lamelo and Zion in transition is just honestly Lamelo and Zion is like every high school hoop lovers' dream. To be quite honest, it's literally ball his life, and and they will literally they will literally be there every day to watch them. You you remember big ballers? Big ballers played. I think it's I think Zion it's, seems, uh, uh, Zion is like team support. select. select. Yeah, yeah. So, or, yeah, I think it, it was something like that, bro. A AAU game packed to the brim. NBA like it was there. unreal. And like I, I'm pretty sure the ballers got walked, but hey, Melo played nice. Um, I was just about to say that too about that. That Zion thing. Oh, we, we'll probably get to us. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll talk about Zion um and how he needs to avoid Ime Udoka at all costs. Uh, but my plummet is same as yours. I don't understand Celtics Twitter's obsession with wanting Bradley to be on the team. Here's here's one thing. He ain't better than Jalen Brown. I, I've been Danny knows, you guys know, I've been the harshest guy on Jalen Brown about the past two weeks. He ain't he ain't worse than Bradley Beal. He is better than Bradley Beal. 100 percent And okay, Celtics, well, all right, well, we can get him without giving up Jalen Brown. We will we will be calling Brandon Knight. We'll be calling Brandon Jennings. We'll, we'll Brandon we'll Bass might get a call. Yeah, Brandon Bass gonna get a call. Dwight Howard come back to the NBA. Those are the guys we're gonna be rolling out because we're going to have no money, and Brad Beal is not worth it. What were the Celtics' problems as a unit? There was no wing depth, and we gave up too many threes. I hate to break it to you, man. You aren't going to like Brad Beal's off-ball defense. You ain't going to like his on-ball defense. You ain't going to like it when he's only suiting up for 40 games. In the past two seasons combined, he's played 90 games. That's unacceptable to be making $50 million. I'm with no you. way. And people – and I don't know what it is with Celtics Twitter's obsession because there's green teamers, which I don't like them. I don't like green teamers because they're like, oh, I'm not trading Jalen Brown for Jesus Christ. But I also don't like people who are like, just try to get better no matter what, add as many stars as you can. No, no, like there is balance. And there also is a world where they could just run this back. This is Missoula's first year and they made it to the Eastern Cup. Like, I don't know. Running it back, honestly, just might be best for my health. But Danny, you can go ahead. Before we get into the NBA finals and everything, I'm going to tell you a conversation I had today. Um, It's about the guy that's opposite of the. two-time MVP and NBA final MVP. Um, so it's about, it's about Embiid. I argued that the Sixers should give up everything they have and just trade Embiid, trade Harden, reset the team. And he was like, nah, Embiid is a Philly legend. Like, we should keep him. And I was like, that makes no sense. Like, just because someone's a legend doesn't mean you keep them. 
The problem is the Philadelphia 76ers are bound to not win. Exactly. So that's that's a green teamer. Like that's what Celtics fans call it. And that would be like, I don't know if Sixers fans or Philly fans have a name for that. But um it's called yes, being real. Like, yeah, exactly. It's called being real. Like, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Do you think any Lakers fan get like I know some Lakers fans were Saudi about it? Do you think anybody cared that Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram going out the door when AD was coming in? Do you think anybody cared? No. Lakers purists cared because they only wanted to fake care. That's why nobody cared. They, they just wanted they they just wanted to be mad about LeBron being uh, like trading away the whole team. Yep. So, here's the thing, and my thing with that with LeBron bringing in superstars, if any any other player decided to blow up a future to win now, they'd be called killer. They'd be called do anything to win. What's the difference? If LeBron, if the Heat offered Tyler Hero and a four first and like a couple other role players for LeBron, would you take it? I, Knowing LeBron Lakers, has one year left. The Lakers probably wouldn't because I, that, I think they're trying to question. maximize his window. Because look, if you have LeBron James and Anthony Davis, it's clear you can compete. And I think okay, I agree, but I think the, the idea would be to trade AD and LeBron. Separately. Oh, oh okay. yeah. I look, bro. The only possible way you could get LeBron and AD is one, you trade Giannis on the Kupo, or two, you trade for Luka Doncic. Like, like I think those are your only options, and even those places would probably be like, nah. And by the way, that package isn't getting Nikola Jokic. So uh, those dudes love him. He is an icon in Denver. Um, and nah, he he he, he, he icon at uh, at Harris Chester because he be racing the horses. <laughs> That's just like he's so dope, man. He's but different. we're gonna get into the NBA Finals now, uh, as everyone Bro, knows by now. Uh, funniest interview is when he, like, Jokic is like, he's like horse. <laughs> He was like, we well, waiting for eight. They said Thursday. He said, no, I got to go home. Uh, but yes, the Denver Nuggets beat the Miami Heat in five games to secure their first ever NBA title. Shout out to the Denver Nuggets. Um, that's huge, man. And I, I need that feeling. I say it every year. See, last year, I was like, ah, oh, damn. I was like, I'm like, I was like, kind of happy to be there. But watching it, watching the Nuggets do it, knowing we should have been there, the, the Celtics should have been there. I'm so happy I, I can admit Jokic is, is, is great, man. Now that the, the NBA is over. Isn't it so much better just to watch it? Like, oh, my team's out. There's no pressure. Just watch oh, the ball. An, another summit. Um, The Vegas Golden Knights oh, became yeah. the second team back-to-back nights on winning their first uh, cup ever. Their yeah. owner said, within three fire. years, we'll make the playoffs. Within six years, we'll win the cup. He promised it. Six years made it happen. Didn't in the second year they make the Stanley Cup? Um, I believe they did, yeah. That's dope. Um, so congratulations to the Las Vegas Golden Knights. That's pretty dope. Uh cool, and also man. congratulate to the Panthers. They they did very well. They had Bro. that insane comeback in the first round and just awesome run. But back to basketball. Congratulations to the Miami as well. They had as much as I crap on them, uh, I don't really like them, but I respect that team. Like the well-coached ballers, just hungry dogs. Uh, you just ran out of gas at the end, and, and it happens. But um, phenomenal run from them. Nobody's going to forget this run for a long. Maybe forget the the finals a little bit, because um, like when people talk about the Knicks back, you know, late nineties, it's like, oh, they were the first team, first eight seed to ever make it. No mm-hmm. one really cared that they lost. It's just like that's cool. Like that's dope. And now they yeah. add themselves to that history. But they're also a low-key fake eight seed. Like, it was just, like, a bunch of injuries. Yeah. 
from there. But Danny, one last thing about the Golden Knights and the Panther series. I wouldn't talk too much about hockey. The goal, the Panthers' best player, Matthew Tikachuk, I don't know how to say his last name, TK, whatever. He played game four with a fractured sternum. Yeah, shout out to him, man. That That talks about hockey, man. Like LeBron get poked in the eye and he came out the game. That's different, dude. Like that's (laughs) that's entirely different. You sound like you sound like some nutty old head. I understand what you're saying. What if a hockey player gets poked in the eye? He's coming out. He can't see. That's like I understand what you're saying. I I should have said something else, but like these hockey players are dogs, man. Like they they be playing with like broken teeth and shit. Like yeah, bro, and they get paid nothing. It's wild. Really for the love. There's no way I'm playing that. Real quick. There's no way. Malika Andrews just tweeted out. She just had an interview with Jokic. Jokic has been saying what everyone's thinking. Basketball is not the main thing in my life. It's something that I'm good at. He doesn't like it. He's just been told, yo, you're a baller. Like, you're really good at basketball. Just play it. He don't love it. He's just, bro. it's his source of income. <laughs> like You heard this, You heard the stories. They said he, he left at halftime of a child basketball game to go horse race. That's <laughs> real. That's, that's insanely real. Like, I understand. Uh, yeah. But, um, of course, we get rant about Jokic all day. Um, he's amazing. Or probably a top 25 player by now to everyone. If he's not, reevaluate your standards. Um, <laughs> Shout out to awesome. my brother. He called, he, he called him Jokic. 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 Shaq yeah. called him Jokovic early in the season. <laughs> I mean, there's that. <laughs> there's that. Uh, get that man off TV. But, um, yeah. Uh, but I, I released an article about Unsung Heroes. Chris, who did you – who did you think was the unsung hero for the Nuggets? Because I know some people like say it's Aaron Gordon, but everyone also knows like AGs just like that. But I wanted to hear your thoughts. Who do you think role player wise had the biggest impact on the game? Um, I think uh, overall role player role player wise, I I want to say is Bruce Brown. Like overall, but I think the biggest impact on the series was Christian Christian Brown for the simple fact that game where he had his fifteen. The Nuggets were in jeopardy of losing that game. Now, I'm not going to say they would have made them lose the series or anything like that, but I think his performance saved that game and, and allowed them to roll the way they did. So I want to give Christian Brown credit for that because I think that game was really, really, really big, and I think they, they needed him to play like that for them to win. But overall, I think it was Bruce Brown because Bruce Brown's 6'3 or 6'4, somewhere like that, and he's played everything from point guard to power forward in the NBA. Mr. Bruce Brown, have his cake and eat it too. And he was – Yes, sir. Yeah, and that dude, like he, like I said, he's able to play backup point guard. He's able to help you. You're able to keep Murray on the court and still have him guard the best offensive guard on the court. He just was like a Swiss. He had, he, he had the Cavender twins, and he got Lana Rhodes. I don't know. I don't oh know who God. they. I don't know who they are. I don't know who they are. I don't think. Oh, I think I know they, who ben, they bench. They bench warmers for Miami. No, no, no. That's the the one is a Cooper. The one can hoop. I'm not trying to hear that. They're oh, both, yeah. but they're both not good. Like the one average like fifteen the, a game. What what's their name? The Cavender what, twins. Hold up. There, hold up. No, nah, bro. One average like nice points, man. What is nice points? Okay, so one of them averages three. Okay. The other one averages twelve point two. Sorry. Yeah, bro. At Miami, yeah. Miami was like damn near a Final Four team. That's tough. Yeah, no, 
let, let's be serious with ourselves. She's not a good basketball player. If she, well, if she looked like some Chichester has been, then we wouldn't be talking about her. She that's the loudest twelve points per game because she's blonde and conventionally attractive to most people. <laughs> conventionally attractive, I'm weak. <laughs> like he said to most people. Conventionally attractive, but yeah, that, that's my that's my different maker. I think it was Bruce Brown, just because, like I said, he was able to do so much for them as far as just play different roles, play different plays on the play different ways on the court. Um, even like when Miami went zone, he's able to help them bust his own without being able to shoot threes. He did a lot. So I think I think it was just um Bruce Brown's ability to, you know, be a Swiss Army knife for the Nuggets. And thank you for pulling us back in as well. That got way off topic because I was about to, <laughs> I was actually I was about to throw something out there about Kaylin Clark, but uh staying on track, uh Danny, um you were rooting for the not saying you were rooting for the Heat this series, but obviously Jimmy Butler is one of your favorite players. Um I I just wanted to ask you was did anything disappoint you in this series like that you thought the heat would come out and do as a team that they didn't necessarily like something you thought they did in the previous round something you thought they continued to do and just it didn't happen what did you what did you say everything the heat did in previous rounds they didn't do as good against nuggets okay yeah i i yeah point, point blank facts cuz what the Heat were doing at 60% rate against the, the Celtics, they were doing like 52 against the, the Nuggets. They yeah. were doing everything yeah, back. Everything just fell back to reality, and they lost. Which, which a is little like, too a little too late for that, God damn it. But <laughs> they, uh, it could happen in Game Seven. Um, but a couple a uh, couple stinkers from the Celtics uh, didn't allow, allow that to happen. Yeah, so a rolled ankle and a bad left hand. Damn, ankles and hands, really the yeah. Celtics' downfall. <laughs> I know, them, those weak joints, but... How, uh, how, how about the... Uh, in the past, it was it was the buttocks. Rough. Who was, who was that? Paul Who did Pierce. That? Paul Pierce. Uh, no, that was, that was a little... Uh, that, was, that was in the depths of the buttocks. Uh, that was... <laughs> That was uh, something else. And the funniest thing about it is he admitted it a couple years ago that he had to use the bathroom. And then now he's ba- he's back to denying that, like, oh, no, nah, like, I'm like that. Like, there's video proof. Like, oh, like I know people say you were caught in 4K. No, he was legit caught in 4K. This was an ESPN camera catching this man saying, I just had to use the bathroom. I can't believe that's my favorite player ever. He's, he's such a. I don't know. The, the fu- Lamar Poopin's funnier. He waddling out there. He's. Like, that was great, bro. That was that was like peak COVID ball. <laughs> NFL COVID. That's the game you look to. Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson duking it out. They had Trace McSorley yeah, in the game. They, they couldn't move. They were duking it, it out, all right. Bad. Lamar was in the bathroom well, Lamar duking was, it out. Lamar was duking it out for sure. Um, <laughs> But nonetheless, congratulations to the Denver Nuggets. Congratulations to the Miami Heat for an amazing season. Uh, but we can get into a potential future Miami Heat. Damian Lillard talking just real quick. Danny and Chris, do you all think he's staying or leaving? For all intents and purposes, I think he's staying. Uh, do I want him to go? I think he should leave. Um, I think he's a terrible fit in Miami. Um, I think the package that they get in return for Miami would be bad. I just I I, oh. I don't think you see Miami. Um, I actually you, I love him. I love him. Go the ahead, Knicks. go ahead. Read my mind. Now the thing with the Knicks is 
the Knicks probably have a good package of top in Barrett. Uh, maybe have to throw in another Grimes. Quickly. Grimes would suck. That would suck to give up because he's yeah. awesome on defense. What is that? Didn't say quick because they got Simons already, and I'm pretty sure they would probably draft. Oh, it depends on who did who goes three. I guess. Oh, my bad. Yeah, it would depend on the package for the Knicks. Um, Julius like, Randle, number one, number one around Julius Randle. I forgot you could just trade Julius Randle. I'm sorry. Uh, but so here's the thing. The prop, the one thing, this is going to sound weird. The main thing is you have to keep Mitchell Robinson because Dame's never played with a good defensive center ever. Like I'm with Marcus Aldridge was never really like a center. And he also kind of caught him on the back end of his career a little bit. Uh, but yeah, like and, and then the small backward thing again with Brunson, it will be Brunson and Dame, but it used to be McCollum and Dame with a weak center. That's it's not going to work. So, you know, as long as Robinson ain't in the deal, I would like New York. Chris, do you think he's staying or leaving? And regardless of your answer, where do you want to see him go? <laughs> I, I just hope something happens. Simmons is in Bobway all you have to. I'm just tired of hearing about this dude <laughs> crying about going <laughs> to where he wants to go. Um, but honestly, this year. Yeah, cr- that cryptic ass message you put on Instagram. <laughs> Oh Dame! Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I think, I think, uh, I think he, I think he goes this year. I think this is the summer he leaves. To Shanghai. Uh, I think. Oh, come on. No, I. Uh, Where are you heading? Uh, I'm trying to. Damn, it's Duan. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah. Like I said, I think Dame's probably going to. I think Miami. I think Miami's the best fit for him as far as play player goes and and need as far as team goes because the reason that he can't beat people who can score because. They struggle with scoring. That's why they even thought about putting Tyler Hero back to the rotation because they needed some points. And what Dame doesn't excel at, I guess if it's anything you want to pick, is defense. So that's what the Heat are good at because they're literally all tryhards. So I think it really just works and helps both. Both It feels the need for both. Now, what Danny said is a good point. The package you can get back for the Blazers – if from the heat, I don't think it's as good as some other places you can maybe send them just because, I mean, outside of Tyler Hero, what do you really want as a rebuilding team? You could say Caleb Martin and the role players, but it's like for a rebuilding team, they don't really help you right now. So it doesn't. Really he, really at what point do the heat not like that package though, right? Like you're getting him because he's not good at defense. He can score. But if you lose your good defenders, then what the hell is the point? As no, long as you got Jimmy and bam, you're good. That's what I'm saying. And I, and I don't, I don't think the Blazers will want any of the, Role players that he have because they're in a rebuild. That's why I think mm-hmm. if, I, if, if I'm the Blazers, I'm asking for Bam though. That's they're not, they're gonna say no. No, and then sh- Bam, yeah, no Bam sh- doesn't want to go to Miami no anymore. Bam's not there. Like I said, that, that's half the reason. So that's why I said I think I think it's really gonna boil down to if the Blazers want to do Dame a favor or not. Like if they're going to send him where he wants to go, then they'll probably accept a weaker package. But I think it's three or four teams have better packages they can put together. I mean, like of course Dame C doesn't want to be a Celtic, but Jalen Brown trumps anything you can put together unless you're the Knicks and you throw Barrett Grimes quickly in three, four first round right. picks. That's still debatable. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know if it's possible. I haven't heard anything. Damian Lillard to the Suns would be very nice. That that CBA is not letting that happen. <laughs> no shot. That CBA, it, it probably just won't let it happen. And they already had a bench problem this year. They'll be fine with book KD, eight, uh, rejuvenized A.N. with Frank Vogel, Chris knows Frank Vogel, very questionable rotation guy, very good defensive coach. Mm-hmm. And I think Aiden he can help Aiden out bro. a lot. Aiden is not out the door. They, he's one foot out the was, door. He, what rumor has told you he's one foot out the door? If anything, it was between Chris Paul or Aiden, and Chris Paul is the one that seems to be out the door. So... 
And Frank Vogel, the first thing he said at his press, one of the first things he said at his press conference is, "I'm going to get Aiton to lock in defensively. I think he's an all-star caliber player. He likes him. He's going to play him, and he has a lot of talent. Nobody can deny that. What's in here? He's got to figure out what's in here. Now, back to Dame. Dame on the Heat would go so hard because his running mate will be Jimmy Butler. Dame and him can split playmaking roles, which is something that they completely lack. They just lack a main playmaker." They'll have him. They'll bam at center. It's going to go hard. He's going to have an, like two elite defenders by him for once in his life. That would go extremely hard. Celtics I think the Sixers hard. should Knicks trade would go hard. Harden to Miami. Harden. First of all, they don't got money for that. And two, you still have to remember, he has to agree to it. And Miami, Miami? has to. You told first me Mr. All, Strip Club wouldn't go to Miami? First of all, first of all, here's the thing. Here's the thing. No team has to trade with the Sixers. They can get them for free. They can just get them for free. No one has to sign and trade with the Sixers. They can just get them for free. It's that easy. The only time that like they actually sign and trade is like, oh, you intend to sign one of my guys. I intend to sign one of yours. So let's just do it that way. That's what happened with Terry Rozier and Kemba Walker a while back. Yeah, no one's got to trade with the Sixers. The dude can just walk. So um, that's why I mentioned the sign and trade before. Not sign and trade. That's why I mentioned the Blazers doing a, a favor for Dame because it'll really be a favor if they send him to Miami because that's not the best package, like just totally that they can probably get if they were to trade a superstar. Mm-hmm. Like that would be them doing a favor. Like I said, the Knicks and Celtics, to name a few, have better packages. Depending on what the Nets would be willing to give up, they might have a better package than Miami. So I feel like it's just going to be if they're going to reward Dame's loyalty for being there so long and, and staying down mm-hmm. and they're going to send him to where. And, and if Miami's where you want to go, if they do him a favor like that, I think that's what he was going to be. But it's going to have to be a lot of cooperation between Blazers and Dame, like figuring out what they want to mm-hmm. do. So one thing I wanted to change to... his sneaker collection. They're all black and red still. So one thing I wanted to mention was what you said earlier. Like if they trade, if they put Bam in the package, he's not going to want to go because Bam is a good friend of his. That's the only problem. That happened a while back. Kevin Garnett was going to get traded to the Celtics and Rajon Rondo was going to get traded. He said, this is his words, not mine. He said, keep that little African kid on the team. (laughs) Uh, And they kept Rondo and they won a championship. Uh, And then Rondo has had a stellar career. Uh, So, yes, we're all in. Dame, leave. I like both of y'all places. I like Miami. I like the Knicks. Uh, I think Boston has the best package just because they have Jalen Brown. Um, and get it, obviously, trading for Damian. Celtics fans need to realize trading for Damian Lillard is not happening without trading Jalen Brown. Stop being a green teamer. Um, nonetheless, we can move on to someone who is probably the second biggest name in the trade market right now, Bradley Beal, uh, just on an even poopier contract, even poopier defender. Um, just Less of a score. Yeah, just uh, think of uh, Damian Lillard. Um, Two inches taller. This is this more. is what a lot of this is what a lot of Celtics fans think Damian Lillard is now. Like, oh, aging guard who uh, can't play defense. This is what that really is. Like that. <laughs> that's what Beal really is. Uh, since I went last, I'm going to start on this one. Bradley Beal. The first big rumor was with oh, trade him to the Sixers for Tobias Harris. Offloading one bad contract for another bad contract is not a bad idea just because Bradley Beal is much better than Tobias Harris. You're going to lose some wing defense, but you make up for it in probably the best score you that that Joel Embiid's played with. Th- this version of Bradley Beal is still a better score than James Harden simply because James Harden doesn't want to go do it. 
I don't think Harden, Bradley Beal has multiple years left on his contract. And Tobias Harris has one. So, like, Wizards might yeah. like that. Pay yeah, the one-year fee. They're not going to get a lot either. It's reported they're, the the Wizards won't get a lot for Bradley Beal. They just have to get, like, a matching contract or something like they that. They should have traded him, like, two years ago. Yeah, but he pulled a dame and it was like, oh, I want to win a championship here. Then halfway through the year, it's like, when is it going to end? When am I going to win? He chose to play for the Wizards, dude. Uh, You play for MJ's fake bad jersey team. Come on. When Zion Williamson is healthy, I will take him over Kawhi Leonard. I'll take him over Jimmy Butler. I'll take him over Anthony Davis. I'll take him over Devin Booker, Shea Gilgis Alexander, Donovan Mitchell, Paul George, any of like the guys from 10 through 20. If Zion is healthy, I'm taking him. I think he's the 10th best player in basketball when healthy. That's a nasty agenda. No, it's not. Agenda. No, it is not. He was on a steamroll for first or second team All NBA, and he got hurt. I know health is a factor, but when he is healthy, he's a top ten player in this in the NBA. In his second Bro, year the... playing, he averaged twenty seven and t- and ten. That is ridiculous for a dude who can't shoot, and nobody can stop him. No one. He's unreal, and he can play a small ball five. He can play a lob threat, and guess what? He can also initiate your offense. And he's two hundred and eighty goddamn pounds. Is Scoot sorry? Is, Scott, is Scoot worth it? Yep, worth Zion. Well, uh, worth Zion is tough because I it, it it looked like it would be like a, a straight up trade. And I think that's difficult to say. Not seeing Scoot in the NBA, like I said, even though Zion has a small sample size because of injuries. I mean, you've seen them, so like it's it's difficult to say what Scoot may. Now, if it was for Victor, you probably do it because of potential just us through the roof. And I mean, you know, Scoot's potential is big too, but it's like. Not seeing him play, I and mean, you play seeing him play in the G League against a grown man. He was good, but it's like you know, like I think it's tough to say. Let's get you around some real spacing first. Let's get you around some real NBA field. Yeah, I think I now, one thing I up. I've said about Scoot Henderson from the beginning because a lot of people are like, oh, Vic could be injury prone. There are several guards, two people's favorite guards of time: Derrick Rose, Russell Westbrook, who their games caught up with them. The game caught up with them real fast because they're hyper explosive guards. And they can't shoot. And that's going to catch up with Scoot. Now, I think Scoot's going to – he's got a beautiful jumper. He's really good from 15 to 19 feet. I think NBA spacing will allow him to find his range. But I will just say – All right, I'm going to tell you he, this. He can't rely on being a, a hyper a hyper athlete is for his whole career. I heard that a lot of NBA teams have Brandon Miller atop of Scoot Henderson. So and true. if – 2,000%. It is because every single trade rumor you heard, name one team that's trading up for Brandon Miller. All of them are trading up for Scoot Henderson. Because never for, know. You can't trade up for Wemby. Go get the other dude who's supposed to go number one. If it was, if there wasn't a seven foot four French alien in this class, we saw crazier things happen with with, with drafts. Brandon Miller is the only dude who, after the NBA tournament, after having a stinker NCAA tournament, his stock went up. How? This dude was his stock didn't go his, up. His stock his, never went up. It stayed the yes, same. Yes, it did. Yes, it went up because it was Wemby, Scoot, the field. I have no clue Bro, why. E- I'm why telling even you, a during the NCAA, no, during the NCAA tournament, like season, regular season, everyone thought Brandon Miller was the bona fide number two overall pick. No, that is not true whatsoever. Scoot Henderson has been the number two prospect since September, since he left high school last June. He was the he was the number two prospect. Never said he would go number one in ninety five percent of other drafts because he's a hyper athletic guard who got a mid range, is a good playmaker, 
and all he needs is defensive consistency. He's all the tools to do it. Brandon Miller, he's a good he's a good shooter. Did you know he shot below thirty two percent against top fifty teams in the nation? Did you? He can't he can't create separation. He's not good around the rim. He's not a good rim protector, despite being six nine or whatever. Maybe he can't. He's good defensive intangibilities. He's a good player. He's the third best player in this draft. That is not a knock. There's, there was no soul during the NCAA season that had Brandon Miller over Scoot. And this is an example of us having too much time on our hands. Too much time. The NBA might have to adapt like an in-season draft type of thing. We're losing it. Mm. Now, Wemby, obviously, that's a whole other issue, the fact that he'd be on two professional teams. But, yes, nonetheless, Brandon Miller, stinky. Uh, and and guess what? Criminal convict. Guess what? The NBA Help draft the is officially the hit, man. one week away from this episode being out. Yes, and by then, I hope you'll realize that Scoot Henderson is by far better than Brandon Miller. I hope everyone who says otherwise, um, I hope they'll have a fun I think, time. I think Scoot is too. I think the reason why they were saying they were trying to like just people in general trying to push Brandon Miller to two was because like need wise, like the. Hornets really need wing help more. I guess more than they need guard help if they're not going to bring Uber back and you know they got Gordon Hayward. I think that's really why. And I also think too. I think people are just trying to find a way to like push Scoot to three, so it can make sense for him just slide in, so Dan can just slide. Out. I think I think that's what the like NBA propaganda is right now. That's what it sounds like. Because I like I think like Tony said, like, it's been for a long time. I've seen two, Scoot as two, but it's like now I've been seeing him like in some drafts as three, and I think it's mainly because that feeling that Dane's going to ask out of Portland, it would just make NBA sense for Scoot to slide to three and, you know, Dane slide out. I think that's why for real too. Not. So you have good reasoning. Like if it were for fit, yes, the Hornets would 100% draft Brandon Miller. Yeah. They not good enough to worry about fit. Y'all not, they not good enough. Michael Jordan is not good enough of a GM to try to make himself look genius. Just take the best player available. They'll fo- they'll they'll forgive you if it doesn't work out. As long as you just take the best player available. This is why Portland didn't get MJ. This is why the Warriors didn't get Lamelo Ball. Why it's Pistons just- took Darko instead of Carmelo? Exactly. Even despite you know they won a championship in Darko's rookie year. They did whatever. Fooey. Yeah, like he did anything, but good. Yeah, nonetheless. Um, that was some free agent news, but we're going to wrap this up by drafting the best NBA jerseys and we're going to do it snake draft, uh, except Danny's going to start. Uh, then I'll go Danny, Chris, I'll have two or no, 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 Danny went, sorry, you went first last week. So yes, we're drafting the best NBA jerseys. I'll go first to Chris and then Danny gets two picks back to Chris. Then I get two picks. Then back to Chris. Danny gets his last pick. So I will kick it off and this is a, uh, I guess it's kind of a boring pick, but or like a casual. Everybody likes this. I love the black Miami Vice jerseys. I'm a sucker for them. I love them. And that's going to be my first pick. There's probably some old classics I'm missing out. I'm 20 years old. I wasn't there for all <laughs> that. We're good. Uh, so, yeah, I'm taking them. And, Chris, you're on the board with the second pick. What are we all taking? Right. If this second pick, my first round pick, if I was picking my best jersey, we were talking about it the other not too long ago on like after the show. Though Valentine's Day red Oklahoma City jerseys. Those are so fire because not only like the Hornets were only there for a minute, so that was like a super special distant jersey. The one I see in my brain all the time is the Tyson Chandler version of it. I just think that jersey was so fire. 
because of yeah, it, it, so rare. Like it, it's Valentine's Day specific for yeah. a team that was only around for a year. Yeah, you had to be there. <laughs> you had to really be there. Yeah, that was a nice jersey. Danny, first pick, best NBA jersey. Oh yeah, yeah you you right. your first and second pick. Yes, first pick is the Raptors purple throwback. Oh. <gasps> Damn, that was that was literally right there. I had it next, right there. And my second picture can be mad about too. It's the Memphis Grizzlies throwback uh, turquoise. You have one of those. Color. You have I a job have one. Fire too. You have a convict. But I got a convict fire. on my back. Yeah. I carry him. Yeah, time out. You have. Never mind. Never mind. Moving. Moving. <laughs> Chris, your second pick. I really had a bad first pick. Damn, that was bad. Oh, I wasn't even thinking throwbacks. I was trying to just be modern. Uh, my second pick, and this is just because of nostalgic purposes, when Al Iverson joined Carmelo Anthony and the Nuggets and they had those dark blue Nuggets jerseys with the cursive mm-hmm. on it, that jersey is so fire to me just because the, the cursive was yellow. And then, like, the jersey was, like, dark blue, had a couple different shades of blue in it. And then they would wear, like, the dark color accessories. I just always thought that was real fire. So That's I got fire. I go with that that one. is I'll fire. So with my second pick, I'm going to take the AI Black Sixers jerseys. Tough. I need those essential. Uh, I really got to bounce back strong. I, I had a horrible, horrible <laughs> draft. Um, and then with my third pick, I'm just going to keep it simple. I'm going to take the '90s Hornets blue pinstripes. Mm. I think it's simple. It's one of the best jerseys of all time. I love baby blue. So. I'm going to go with that. I had a very average draft in comparison to you two so far. So I'm just going to swing it to you guys and let you guys finish things. Uh, oh, oh, I, oh, okay. So I have – this is my last pick. Uh, I think last I got to go with – damn. Oh, this is going to be so nasty. I, I don't even I don't even want to say it. I really love oh, – I don't want to say this out loud – the, the purple jazz jerseys. I, I know, I know, I know. The the per- wait, 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 which jerseys? The purple, the purple jazz jerseys, like the ones I think they're, they're like wearing them now. Oh, like I need to classic, but the he, those ones, are those are heat. Let's just imagine those two didn't wear those. I, that's what I'm saying. I, I really thought that jersey was so fire, and, and they had because it had like a little ice blue on the mountains in it. It's that was it's a great jersey, but good thing I can only picture Jordan Clarkson in it anyway. So yeah. And, and Lori, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yes, that jersey. Yeah. Wait, are, you, are you talking about Little John Stockton? Yeah, oh yeah, the two K He's hilarious. Little, he, he said, look, he said, some little broad lay layers, something like that. You know? <laughs> he's hilarious. But Danny, you are rounding out this draft, which, are, yeah, last pick of the draft. You've you've honestly killed this draft so far. Yeah. So. How are you? How are I'm going to go with my favorite NBA player of all time, Lower Marion Great, the Black Mamba Kobe, uh, Kobe Lakers jersey. Those are heat, and I'm mad at them to this day that they did not win Game Five of the Finals in those. Yeah, them five, ruined it. They five. win. They won in those white jerseys. Are y'all serious, man? Yeah, that black with like y'all the could... snake skin. That's 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 crazy. That's bro. Crazy. That black jersey is like, so tough. <laughs> The crazy, yeah, it's fire, man. man. It really yeah, is. A, I like yeah, it all year. <laughs> they didn't wear those all year, they just brought them back for the playoffs just because I can because I'm LeBron James yeah. and that I can do fire. what I want. Oh, Chris, I don't even knew that. Chris, like Kobe's my favorite player of all time. I didn't know, but I mean, no, liar, I your favorite mean... player is Kiki Vandaway. Oh, awesome, 
Brad Wanamaker. He's my favorite. Player. He's my favorite. Well, Pittsburgh alone. Key Vandaway. My boy. My boy. Brad Wanamaker. That that dude in college Brad, was incredible. That was my dude. In Brad Wanamaker, ninety percent free throw shooter for the Boston Celtics. Hey, Boilermaker. my favorite player all time got to be Mo Ali Cox. <laughs> Which you know, he said Mo Ali Cox better than Austin Hooper. <laughs> if you throw right, like, Ali out, that name is crazy. No, yo, for real yeah, though, um, that's worse than Mo Cheeks. Are, are you taking Odell and Mo Ali Cox to hoop? <laughs> to hoop? I don't know. Mo Ali yeah. Cox is like big body, but uh, big Cox? Mo Ali Cox. You take Mo Big Ali Cox. All right, man. First, <laughs> first you said you got a convict on your back, and now you're talking about Big Cox. And we're talking about Zion and Houston, bro. Like, this. <laughs> We're just going to stop there. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you're watching this on YouTube, like, subscribe. Make sure you turn on post notifications so you don't miss a single episode. If you're, watch- if you're listening to this on the audio platform, make sure you leave a like, download, and follow us on there. Leave us a five-star rating if you're on Apple or Spotify, uh, and then vice versa. If you're listening on the audio, come over to the YouTube, leave a like, and subscribe. And if you're on the YouTube, go download. Give us a five-star rating on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. From AP New Freezer culture two by migos and dc comics make sure you guys have a good one and we'll see you next week